Hello, and welcome to the Long Haul Trucking with George and Paul podcast. I'm George Aarons, Vice President of the ASE Education Foundation, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Paul Segala. And I'm Paul Segala, Mobile Delvac CVL Application Engineer and a member of the Technology and Maintenance Council. In this section, we're going to talk about mentoring. When fleets offering mentoring to young technicians, these shops create an environment that not only help recruit talented people, it helps them hold on to these individuals for years to come. In fact, mentoring has been shown to increase employee loyalty by 77%. George, it's really key that when a fleet is onboarding a new technician, uh, that they pair them well. Um, I know from my own experience, um, it really helps uh, that individual, you know, A, feel welcome, you know, and, and, and B, kind of be able to learn the ropes. Paul, agree. Every one of us remembers our first day on the job at every job we've had. And a lot of times it was a nightmare. And that's because we didn't know what to do. We didn't know where to go and all that other stuff. Take an individual who just came out of a tech school, whether they're 19 years old, 24 years old, or they're a military veteran that is uh, re-entering the uh, uh, public workforce. Um, they don't know what to do the first day. And there needs to be somebody there to greet them and a mentor to guide them through what to do and what not to do to onboard. We hear constantly about companies that have 20% turnover or they only lasted a week or two weeks. If I'm hearing that on a regular basis, it's time to look in the mirror. We've got to look into mentoring and not just selecting somebody to be a mentor 10 minutes before that individual shows up. Would you agree, Paul? Yeah, absolutely, George. I, I, like I say, from my experience, um, you know, I was I was welcomed into the the shop. Was introduced to everybody from you know the president on down, uh, and I was paired with multiple individuals uh, for different tasks, um, and would work with them as as opportunities came up, and you know was kind of learn the you know kind of learn the ropes and 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 learn how things you know went in that shop from their maintenance program, you know, to how they did a, a repair um, and, and daily things that were done uh, for the, with the fleet. And for everybody who's listening, what Paul just said is so vital to your success. Introducing this young individual or this new individual to everybody is important. Also, letting everybody know ahead of time that this individual is coming to work in your organization, either as an entry-level technician, an apprentice, or an intern, whatever the case may be. Let everybody know this individual's coming, and then make that person welcome on the first day. All of us want to feel like we're part of something, and we have to make the right first step. The other thing is, whoever that mentor is, there should be a selection process. That will be the key to your success. You want somebody in your company, you don't want your best tech. You don't want the top of the line guy. You want somebody who's middle of the road, somebody who's already involved with youth, whether it's in Little League or Pop Warner or church or whatever it is, somebody who already is engaged in youth. Somebody that on Friday afternoon at 4.30, a good customer shows up, and who would you ask to stay at to look at that 
customer's vehicle. That's probably a good individual. But also training that individual to work with other people because we all have different personalities. And Paul, you'll agree. If we have the wrong personalities, we have a nightmare. Uh, yeah, agree 100%, George. Making sure that that technician is paired with somebody that, you know, isn't, uh, isn't a troublemaker or isn't someone that is detrimental uh, to, the, to the shop um, is key. Having somebody that's even keeled uh, and, and is involved in other things outside of the organization, you know, a longtime employee, uh, someone that, you know, it has a very good work ethic. That is somebody that makes a fantastic mentor. And we also have to, part of the training is to make sure that there could be a generational gap between the entry-level employee and the mentor. And we have to remember to be respectful of their music or their way of doing things, and but also keeping everybody on task. How many of us on this podcast sent an innocent text only to be misunderstood and we spent the next 24 hours apologizing for something we didn't do wrong, but it was misunderstood on the other end. The same thing happens between a mentor and that entry-level individual. This is what I said, but this is what they heard. Validating what was said and heard and moved into physical actions. That's the key is that communication skill. Paul? Yeah, it, it, it's setting expectations. It, it's making sure that how they're going to be treated, how they're going to be taught, um, and, and that, that interaction um, you know, really, really helps with the onboarding uh, program. Um, I know as I <clears throat> became experienced um, in the fleet that I worked at, um, I too was given opportunities to mentor, you know, the young technicians that were that were coming in, um, and and kind of show them the ropes and 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 kind of set, you know, and give them guidance uh, for for how the fleet and how the shop uh, operated. Um, that's you know that's a fantastic process um, and it, and it can continues and those are successful shops. And we have to also remember that when we ask a technician to become a mentor, it cannot negatively impact their earning potential. This individual as a mentor is growing your workforce as an employer or a supervisor and we need to make sure or you need to make sure that there is no negative impact at all on their ability to make a living or sustain what they did before. But hopefully there's something monetary uh, in it for them also. And then when all is said and done, they need to be recognized for the job that they did. Correct? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a key role. Um, it's it's very beneficial for the organization, and agreed, they should be compensated accordingly and not held back uh, when opportunities arise. There are some uh, uh, training programs out there for mentor training. Uh, there is one being developed 
through the foundation uh, for uh, mentor training and also training that entry-level employee, uh, their role and responsibility. Um, because when they first start, it's really a learning initiative, not an earning initiative. They are making a, a paycheck, but they also need to know that they are in a learning environment and they are going to grow and increase their value to the organization and ultimately increase their paycheck in the future. Yeah, I would say that, you know, if fleets are starting to look at putting a mentoring program in place, reach out to organizations like ASC and TMC and, and fleets, they're, they're more than happy to give you guidance on how to properly implement a mentoring program, uh, as well as onboarding technicians. Um, and, you know, and it, why go out and reinvent the wheel? If it's already been done and developed, you know, use it and, and you'll, you know, gain great success in your fleet uh, by onboarding technicians correctly. And, and Paul, to your point, Robert, in our first uh, episode, talked about TMC's recommended practice on mentoring. And a lot of times when you go to meetings, you have certain companies that are not engaged in the conversation of technician shortage. And that's because they're doing the things that we, we're talking about and they're just sitting there smiling going, it works. Yeah, I, I agree. And, it, and it's, you know, it's getting involved. That's, you know, we, we, we've talked about that numerous times throughout these episodes, you know, getting involved with on your on a local level, getting involved with organizations um, and, and getting involved in these, you know, uh, state and, and super tech uh, competitions. Uh, this is where you have the opportunities to really see um, and, and influence, you know, the industry uh, as far as technician training um, and, 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 and work on technician retention, you know, in your shops. And, and outside of these webinars, I'm more than willing to help any company engage in schools. We are developing an adopt-a-school program that have different opportunities for em employers and companies to get involved in local schools. And you can pick and choose whatever you want. And it's, a, it's as simple as being a guest speaker all the way to taking an intern or an apprentice. And all of us, Paul, the folks at ExxonMobil, everybody, TMC, we're all here to help. You just have to raise your hand and make the commitment that we're going to do something different than we did before. And we're willing to invest in growing our workforce um, and retaining that workforce. Yep. An hour, hour and a half of your time, a couple of times a year, looking over, um, you know, how uh, the curriculum that the uh, technician, technical schools are implementing, uh, looking at the equipment that they're using, make sure it's, you know, up to date, um, that kind of mirrors what equipment is in your fleet or, or in other fleets in the area so that these technicians can come out and, and, you know, hit the ground running, uh, when they uh, come into the shops.